Pressure coming, pressure coming, and he's sacked again to the four-yard line. This is Buccaneers Total Access. Another sack by Shaq Barrett. He's got three today. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Rely on your ultimate teammate, Frontier. Don't go it alone. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. And by Hooters. Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Caught! Touchdown! Tampa Bay! Oh, Jay Howard! Fire them cannons! What a play! Now your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. It is time for Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting. First of all, thank you for joining us so much, and congratulations on that win. I feel like it took years off of my life to do the same thing to you. (laughs) It definitely did. It definitely did. It means a lot uh, to get that victory, to be able to play, continue to play for a spot in the playoffs and and a spot at the the GOAT championship. And, I mean, what is – that like to be involved in a comeback like that? What are the feelings, the emotions, the thoughts from when it's not going well to when the turnaround starts to happen? Just take us through the whole thought process throughout that game. Uh, we didn't start off fast. I know myself, I, I started off pretty slow. Um, but the main thing was just being, you know, present in the game and just keep fighting and uh, never getting, you know, out of characteristic, never getting, you know, down on yourself if bad plays happen and, and stuff like that. And so just staying level-headed into the day and, and the task at hand. And that was to get get a victory. And so um, I feel like we all just bought in, just fighting with each other, uh, fighting next to each other. And, you know, B.A. kind of said it. Um, that's that second half of the game. You know, it was kind of it was it was unreal how we played defensively uh, and offensively. And we all just clicked. And so as long as we can continue to do that, um, the sky's the limit for us. I've decided y'all just must enjoy drama. Is that what it is? That you just, <laughs> just winning a game like normal is too boring and you just want to really make it stressful. Is that, is that uh, fair? Did I, did I hit that nail on the head and figure it out? Right on the head. You hit that one right on the head. <laughs> but yeah, no, we just, we just, you know, we just, we make it hard on ourselves. You know, I feel like uh, coach usually, he puts us in the right positions to make plays. You know, there's opportunities out there to make a lot of plays and just, we make things harder on ourselves, you know, just, stuff that we can control and stuff that we can continue to improve on, you know, each and every game. Yeah. The Hooters hot question of the day is what changed? I mean, that that's essentially the the big question. I feel like there's been a several games asking that of what is different in that first quarter for you guys. What lets you guys all of a sudden just flip a switch. It seems in that second half. Uh, um, that, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a tough question, you know, because that question really doesn't have an answer. You know, you never know what you're going to really get. When, when, when things come, and I know for us, that's like I said earlier, that's the thing that we need to work on is consistency. And um, I feel like the thing that changed is just at halftime, you know, we didn't need a, we didn't need a halftime speech to get us going. We didn't need um, a coach or we didn't need a player to, you know, rah-rah us and, and tell us that we need this game and vice versa and stuff like that. We just all just knew that what we did that first half wasn't acceptable and it wasn't going to allow us to get as far as we want to go. And we're only going to go as, our, as far as we, we, we take ourselves. And so we all just have to buy into that and just keep fighting for one another and fighting for the guys that we were next to uh, each and every play. And so that second half, we kind of came out and we were fighting for each other and we were fighting to, to, to prove that we belong. You said you didn't really need that rah-rah speech at half. Was there any message at half? Who Were there players saying something, coaches saying something? What Was there yelling? Was there just some silent contemplation? What, what was going on in there? You know, usually, usually there are, there, there, there is a coach that might say something at halftime. We might do, you know, halftime corrections. We do uh, stuff like that, you know, anything that a normal team would do. Um, but in this sense, we didn't, we didn't go over any corrections. We didn't sit there and we didn't say this, 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 and this. We already knew what they were giving us. We knew they weren't going to stop giving us that. 
but kind of JPP really nailed it on the head and he just told us, look, he's just like, basically, look, do y'all, do y'all really want this? You know, if we didn't really want it, then it, it was no, nothing else to do. But obviously we, we all wanted it. You know, we strapped up our, our pads again, went back out on the field and, and, and fought and battled back into that game and ended up with a victory. So uh, that's all we needed. So we needed to know is that if we were capable of it. Yeah, and you guys proved that you were. Uh, we're talking to cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting, uh, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage. Those are a couple, you know, good wide receivers. I think that there was probably a bit of an attitude, at least among some fans, of oh, there's not going to be a Julio Jones. That's good. Which I mean, that is a big difference. Obviously, he's a very talented guy, but it's not like they were without some good wide receivers. What is so challenging about both of those guys, especially knowing that you're about to have to face them again in a couple weeks? Oh, yeah, they're both very talented. They're both just quick twitch guys, uh, good route runners, good hands. Um, and they have a good quarterback, you know, to find them in certain situations to get the ball in their hands. And so they're both, you know, big play, big play guys. And, I mean, you just have to be able to contain both of them. You know, you get a victory. But like I said, I mean, they're, they're, they're really precise route runners. You know, they have a wide catch radius. And they're really shifty, you know, inside of that frame, that diameter. So um, just you have to play real technical, real smart. And you have to be – you know, on top of your game when you go against those guys. Did you feel like there were some things that you learned going against them that now you'll be able to apply in this next game? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like each and every game I kind of learned something new, um, not only about my opponent, but about myself, of things that I, I need to improve on, things that I know I did good on, so I can continue to use those things, uh, you know, later down the road. And so uh, each and every game, each and every play is a learning curve for me, um, and I'm never going to stop working to, 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 to be great, you know. You're always going to have those those games, those days where things don't go your way. Um, but at the end of the day, you just got to keep fighting and keep pushing to get to what you the, the end goal that you want. Devin White, huge game for him. 12 tackles, four tackles for loss, three sacks. Um, although one of them, I feel like there should be an asterisk because he basically just touched <laughs> while he was down. Although I'm sure Devin, Devin would take full credit for it still. But oh, that, um, oh, that's his sack. That's his sack for sure. Yeah, for sure. He's taking credit for it. Uh, so tell me about what, what was it like watching his play and um, what did he mean to the to the defense overall in that game? Oh, Devin. Devin's a baller, you know, and I knew that from the moment I came in and played with him. But uh, it means a lot more to me to see that happen each and every day because, like I said, I came in with him. I was drafted with him. Um, he was one of the guys that I gravitated to right away. And so um, just seeing him continue to stack up, you know, stacks and stack up TFLs and, and be consistent and consistent anchor in the middle of the field in our defense is just uh, – it, it means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to him just to be, you know, that leader, that voice, that captain, you know, on this team. Yeah, it was funny. He he posted something on Instagram after the game showing a, a bit of film from the game of him and Levante where they made a play just absolutely in unison. They looked like a mirror image of each other out there at the same time. Have you been seeing that where the ways that, that Levante has been uh, impacting him and he's rubbing off on him? Yeah, definitely. You know, Vante is, Vante is what I call OG. Uh, he he does everything the right way. He's he's never complaining. He's always working hard. Uh, he doesn't ask for a lot. He just asks that you give everything you've got 100% for him. And I know he's going to do it the same. And so um, that's kind of how Devin was coming in. And they I knew they were going to click a lot. Um, and, and, and you can see a lot of the things that Vontae does that rubs off on Devin as far as just that leadership aspect and just pulling his guys with him, you know, and always just keeping him along, keeping him right there. And um, those two are definitely a, a good combination right there in the middle of the half. Yeah, it's like the big brother, little brother situation. Literally, literally. Um, I know Devin has them too. Yeah, 1,000%. He's probably making Levante age even more rapidly. No, no, no. We got to keep Vante young. That's what I tell him every day. I tell him we're keeping him young. Everything we do, everything we do is out of of the heart of keeping him young. 
I, I like that. That you better tell Devin to start <laughs> behaving better over there, not picking on him so much. Uh, all right, so Anton Winfield, man, huge pass breakup in the end zone mm-hmm. for him. Uh, tell us what you remember from from that play, and then just what you know his play overall in that game. Yeah, so um, I just remember, obviously, it was a three by one. It was a three by one. He was on the three man side. Um, really gave him an over route. Uh, so that's kind of one of the harder routes to cover, obviously, for anybody. Um, and I was on the the back side, the the single receiver side, and I had a my receiver ran a curl route, I believe. Um, so basically, they were trying to hold me up so they can hit me, hit behind us, behind me, and try to get Winfield in space. And all I remember is just turning around, running because I seen the ball get thrown in the air, and I seen him, you know, hauling, 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 closing in, and then put his arm out right, right in the perfect position, right in the perfect timing. And it was a, it was a great, great, great fast breakup. Yeah, that's that, a game changing play. If that play happens, that's a game changing play. That's and, so true. And he made a he made a big time play. Yeah, especially when you look at the final score and realize, I mean, that was the difference in the game potentially right there. Um, Definitely. And then same thing, Carlton Davis, another one, similar situation, a, a huge pass breakup in the end zone. Yep. Remember about that play? Yep. Yep. That was also a great instinctive play. Um, you know, they gave me they gave us a wheel route uh, from the number two receiver. And so basically I'm, they were trying to draw Carlton to squeeze that number one route so that wheel route can be open. Or at least if it wasn't open, it was going to kind of be a, um, it was going to be me kind of chasing underneath with that guy running down the, running down the sideline wide open. Uh, but Carlton made a great play coming off number one, um, jumping that wheel route and almost making an interception off of it. See, he should have had an interception. That's what he should have had. He should have squeezed the ball and caught it and came out with it. Cause that's the type of player he is, but I'll cut him some slack. And, um, I'll say that it was still a, a, a great play. Yes. I'm, I'm one of the thousand still a great percent. play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mean, losing him to injury mid game, uh, what does that do to you guys as a group? And what are the ways that you try to respond whenever you know that one of the guys is going down? Yeah, it's just a, a next man up mentality. Um, I feel like everybody that we have in our secondary was prepared and ready to go for that game in each and every game. And so um, knowing we don't have him, you know, that, that just have to, we just that just means we have to make adjustments and so we adjusted we brought Ross in we moved me out to the outside and we just kept playing football kept playing ball um, but we knew that you know we just have to keep continuing to fight for each other and uh, no matter what 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 was going on we just have to fight yeah and you're the guy that when it, the next man up mentality gets kicked in when somebody goes down you're the guy that seems to get moved around more than almost mm-hmm. anyone else that you're asked to do a lot of different positions, a lot of different things. Um, what is that like in the middle of the game to have to do that, to be switching the way that you're playing? And, and why do you think you are the kind of guy that the coaches have the confidence to be able to move you around as much as that? Um, I just try to be accountable. You know, I try to hold myself accountable for everything that I do. Um, but at the same time, I, I just I just try to focus and, and just play ball. Um, at the end of the day, I know I can play cornerback. I know I can play nickel. Um, but I, I, I really just do whatever the coaches need me to do. And if that requires me to play a nickel half the game and then go to corner for third quarter and go back to nickel fourth quarter, then that's what I'm going to do. But um, I'm not going to sit there and complain about it because I know that if, you know, another guy was in my situation on this team, they would do the same thing. And so um, I just, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm versatile in the way that they can just move me around and I'm, I'm glad for that. I'm happy for that because it makes their job a lot easier. It makes the scheme a lot easier to, to kind of grasp upon and uh, the trust level is still there. And so as long as they trust me, then the sky's still going to be the limit. Well, we have more coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Sean Murphy Bunsing, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. So don't go anywhere. This is Buccaneers Radio.
We're live with Santa Claus ahead of the Mercedes-Benz winter event. How can you deliver so many gifts in one night? Holiday magic! And the winter event helps, too. I'm seeing a lot of Mercedes-Benz on people's lists. They sure are making some magic over at their workshop. Uh, would you sign my daughter's stocking? Sure. What's her name? Oh, uh, just make it out to Ted. The Mercedes-Benz winter event is back with great offers on the enhanced GLA, the sporty C-Class, and the aerodynamically designed GLE. Lease the 2021 GLA 250 SUV for just $379 a month for 36 months with 3,843 due at signing. Hurry into the Mercedes-Benz winter event today. Mercedes-Benz. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. At participating dealers through January 4th, 2021. Lease offer excludes formatic models and optional equipment described. Call 1-800-344-8736 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Eurocars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel. Or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. Life is a journey filled with small steps and giant victories. So when you need emergency care, preventative care, virtual care, or specialized care, care that is life-saving or life-changing, Advent Health is here. With nationally recognized care and a connected network of convenient locations, we're here to help you feel whole. Advent Health is the exclusive hospital of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Find care at yourcareyournetwork.com. Most daily fantasy sports sites let the pros have all the fun. At Monkey Knife Fight, they think that's trash, so they change the game. See, Monkey Knife Fight is daily fantasy sports for the rest of us. Play your favorite sports with your favorite players. It's easy, fun, and there's not a pro or a shark in the pool. It's why they're proud to be the official daily fantasy partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So sign up now at monkeyknifefight.com and start playing for free. Monkey Knife Fight, daily fantasy sports for the rest of us. To beat your opponent, you've got to know your opponent. Once you understand their weaknesses, you can create the best strategy to win. It's what Moffitt Cancer Center does every day, using research to uncover smarter ways to defeat cancer. Moffitt thinks and acts differently, innovating breakthroughs like CAR T-cell therapy that no one else in Tampa can offer. Learn more about their game-changing research at Moffitt.org. Moffitt Cancer Center, proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we are ready to care for your kids, set up to make and keep them well, and going the extra mile to help them thrive. Johns Hopkins All Children's. A healthy future starts now. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications and by Hooters. Here's Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Welcome back into Buccaneers Total Access. I am here with cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting. Uh, before the break, we talked a lot about the defensive performance in that win. Uh, wanted to get your thoughts on some of the things the offense did as well. I always love talking to defensive guys about what they remember <laughs> with some like offensive plays of just what you know you guys watching from the sideline and you guys always get so hype for them, which is which is really cool. So uh, yeah. let's start with uh, Antonio Brown getting his first touchdown as a Buccaneer. Uh, what do you remember from that play and, and what that kind of did for the for the team? Oh, man, I was excited. Uh, that was one of the one that was one of the plays that I was really most excited to see. Didn't know which game it was going to come, but I knew it was going to come. And so, you know, AB goes for a long time, probably about um, three years now. And um, we've always just had a good relationship. And so he's always kind of been that guy that's like every time he sees me, he's like, what's up, champ? Like everything going good. How's the family? How's this going? How's this going? Uh, remember now, you know, we're the only couple ones doing this. There's only a couple of us left from Central. Like we got to keep going now. You can't let up. You got to keep going. 
And so he always just brings that motivation factor to me each and every day. And so just seeing him get that, I know how hard he's worked for that. And I see it, you know, every day. He's probably one of the hardest workers I've ever seen in my life. But I know when he got it that it was – I remember him telling me, he's like – I told him he's going to get his first one this week. He said, make sure you come celebrate with me. But I didn't want to run on the field because, you know, I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to get the flag because I didn't know what was going to happen because I wanted to celebrate with him, trust me. Anyway, he got it, man, and I was I was so excited. I just seen him flying down the field. I'm like, oh, he threw the hand up too? When he threw the hand up, I know Tom seen it. And Tom said, oh, I, oh, oh that's A.B. Ran under it, touchdown, money. That's what happens. Like that's what happens when you play them man to man. You can't play our receivers man to man, or that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, so. you you would know from practice and stuff. You've gone against them. You know what it's like trying to cover those guys and what they. Yeah, they're yeah they're talented. They're very talented. I mean, just what has it been like for you having him join the team? And like you said, you guys do have that shared history of going to the same school. Um, you know, bit bit of an age difference between you guys. Yeah. But uh, a little bit. What was it? What was it like? What do you remember of? of your knowledge of him before he joined the team? And then what's it been like having him here since? Yeah. So before he joined the team, like, I, like I said, I used to talk to him back when I was at, when I was in school and he was already, he was still in the league. And uh, he used to just tell me like, I'll see you soon. Like, see you soon. Cause he said he always saw that, you know, that potential in me to get there. And um, once I got there, I was kind of one of those guys that were just waiting on to see when he was going to return. Cause like, I knew, I knew that you weren't, you can't get rid of him like that. Um, I knew he just wanted to play football. And so when he got that shot, um, it happened to be with the Bucks, and when he when he got that shot with us, I was so excited. You can ask anybody in the locker room. All I did was talk about it. Like, oh, well, guess what we got? We got AB. Like that's like that's my guy. So like, I was so I was just so excited, man. And he just brings so much energy and so much excitement to the game. He just keeps it enjoyable, and right? he just keeps it keeps it fun. It's a lot of guys on the team that do that, and he's definitely one of them. Yeah, and how about uh, Mike and Godwin? Mike gets his uh, over 100-yard game, and Godwin mm-hmm. adds a touchdown. I mean, just, you know, par for the course with those guys. No big deal. <laughs> um, what uh, what did you see from them in the game, and, and what have they uh, been meaning to this offense, especially lately now that everybody's kind of back and, and healthier? Yeah, they all click, and that's the whole thing. They're always on the same page. You know, they're, none of them have that ego where it's like, I need this, this, and this every every time I need this and this. They're all – you know, team guys and, and team players and family guys and family players. And so you have a team of guys like that. I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, all those guys fight and battle for each other each and every day. You know, I see Chris battling with so many uh, different things going on, but he's never complaining. He's always fighting. He's always putting his body on the line for, for all his brothers. And if something does go wrong on the offensive side of the ball at some point of the game, Chris will come on the sideline and go, you know, we got y'all. Don't even worry about it. You know, y'all just keep fighting because we got y'all. And Mike would do the same thing. So um, just having those guys, they're, they're really good leaders and, and they're always focused on the task. What was it like for you guys last week with all of the, the COVID uh, news and uncertainty happening, not knowing about the three specialists, and then you have Rojo and you have Donovan and um, all of that news coming in and thankfully able to get the specialists back. But uh, what was that like for the rest of you guys hearing about this and, and there being some uncertainty of who would and would not be available? Yeah, as BA always says, man, it's just next man up, you know, um, you know, that's something that's out of our control. You know, we can't really do anything about about what's going on with that instance, but just hope for hope for the best and hope they get back. Um, and when they do get back, just to keep rolling. You know, it was always just the next man up mentality. We had guys ready to go as far as long snapper goes. We had guys that were ready to just go as, as punters. We had a running back step up. Uh, we had tackles, all guards. Every, everybody was just ready to go. So it wasn't any, wasn't any dip, wasn't any drought. But obviously having all those guys back, 
having everybody back, we're, we're, we're a better team of, of having everyone healthy. So. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know Fournette was asked to, to step up in a big way with Rojo still being mm-hmm. out, delivered a couple touchdowns. Uh, LaShawn mm-hmm. McCoy was getting in there in the receiving game. He's had more action these last couple games. And um, just wanted to hear from overall what you've seen from the running back core, whether it was in practice, going all the way back to training camp, what you've seen them do in the games and uh, what they really bring to the table. The biggest thing that I've seen from the running backs is growth. Um, and I feel like from from first day of training camp, um, they were all just different guys that were that were coming together that never really played together. Um, none of them have 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 been around each other. I'm not not sure of, but I seen growth. You know, they all grow together. They all just fought and battled, and each and every day they they tried to outwork each other. Um, and and that's really the main thing that you want. You want guys in a room that's gonna just try to outwork the next guy and never have an ego. We don't have a lot of ego. We don't have any ego guys on our team, so that's what makes our team gel so much. But I've seen growth in a way where they developed. As far as catching the ball at the backfield, they developed as far as turning those five-yard runs into, into 20-yard gains, and their cuts are more precise and everything. And I just feel like uh, they've just been working hard, working hard each and every day to get to, to where they are. Um, and I know Shady, you know, just being the older guy in that room, he's been a, a leader for not just that running back room, but for everyone, really, you know. And he just, you know, preaches to guys about just not taking anything for granted. Just always, just always keep fighting, always keep battling. Um, and always just going hard. We're talking to cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting. And uh, now flipping back to the defensive side and especially about you, um, we know that first year to second year is always a pretty big um, jump in the NFL. And, and guys tend to talk about how different everything feels when you're not a rookie anymore. Have you have you had that experience? And, and just overall, what has what has felt like the, the biggest growth or change for you year one to year two? Um, I would say I would say um, the biggest growth would probably just be how opponents attack me um, and just, and just understanding that and finding that out. Um, obviously rookie year, they don't have any film on you. So they don't know how to attack you in certain situations. At the end of the day, they don't really know, you know, what you're going to do and what you're going to bring in going into that second year, you know, they have a whole year of film on you so they can, they can prepare to how to learn how to attack you in certain ways and, and really see what you're good at and what you're not so good at that you need to improve on. And I feel like, um, you know, from the start of the season, I just have been, it's kind of been fluctuating a lot uh, because different teams have obviously been attacking me in different ways, you know? And um, I feel like as a second year guy or as a, and as a player in general, I need to do a better job at understanding how teams are going to attack me and, and understanding how I can counter that with something that can uh, attack them even better, you know? And so um, just constantly every day working on my game and just working on how I can improve as much as the things that I am good at. Yeah. What do you feel like those areas are that you would most like to see yourself still grow? What are, what are some things either coaches have been working on with you or that you personally just know you want to do a little bit better? I need to, I feel like as a player, I need to, uh, it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of things that I feel like I can just continue to grow on. Um, just getting in and out of my breaks at the top of the routes. You know, I, I have this, this, this tendency to where I'll, I'll peek at the quarterback a little too early sometimes, you know, um, I'll shoot my hands a little too soon sometimes and, and stuff like that. And so getting moved around from outside to inside to outside to inside, I, it requires me to focus a lot more. And if I don't focus enough, my technique can slip because it's a lot of things that you can do on the outside that you can't do on the inside. You know, on the outside, you obviously have a sideline to play with. You know, I can shoot, I can get my hands on a guy a lot easier because he doesn't have a lot of room, you know, to wiggle and stuff like that. And then there's only certain routes you can run on the outside. And then as far as the inside go, you slide to the inside. It, it it just requires a lot more patience and a lot more reliability on your technique. 
um, because of how shifty those guys are that play in the slot and how much space they usually have. You know, they have a two-way go. If I, I can shade the inside and they can still have an outside release and, and, and run an outside route and be clean, I can shade the outside and they can do the same thing with the inside. And so um, just being more more precise on how to play certain guys given the defense that I'm I'm in in the slot and just being more consistent in the aspect of just technique and, and just adjusting to the game and, and how the game's going. Yeah, and with, with all the things that you are asked to do uh, in this defense, the different positions you play, what what are your favorites? What are the things that you love doing and what are the things that you like about this defense? I like the inter- I like how, how interchangeable guys are. I like the fact that I can I can be blitzing one play and being man to man the next play and being in a, a half the next play after that. Like my roles my roles are, are and they consistently change. And so I feel like that's kind of my favorite um aspect of just being in the nickel, just being able to do so many different things. Uh my favorite will probably be I don't know because I just I just started blitzing really last year. I just I before last year in college I never blitzed. I just played corner, and so picking I'm starting to pick up some tendencies and some some tips that I see from from like Devin. I see some tips that I seen from Antoine. So I'm starting to be able to get some wiggle on the outside and kind of using my bendiness around the edge and dipping that shoulder down so I can you know what I mean. <laughs> so I'm starting to <laughs> I'm starting to understand how to do that a little bit better and I'm. I've been doing some yoga too, right? So now I'm a, now I'm more flexible. So like I can uh, ooh, roll, spin, all that stuff. I hope these sound effects are so happening. I like to play, on but I like field. to play. I like to play coverage too. Uh, yeah, I was just say I, I really hope all these uh, go, these. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. And then like like I, the wiggle is the technical term, right? That's like the technical football term for the for the situation. Uh, the wiggle. Yeah, that's that's my term. That's your that, that's the Sean Murphy bunting special term. <laughs> Yeah, when I when I go around the edge and I and I wiggle and dip shoulder, the sound effect come with it. So it's like I'll be running <laughs> like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, this come. is, yeah, this like is that. why we love Mike. But I do sound games. I do sound effects everywhere though. I do them in video. I play video games and I do sound effects. Like if you juke somebody, you go oh, oh yeah, come here. You oh ooh, come here. You gotta tell like come here, bro. You you gotta come back. This this sounds like Dennis Rodman. So like if I got juked, so like. I've been juked. I even say the sound effect for them. I'm like, oh, he got me. Come here. Oh, man. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, I, oh, no, I can't go out like that. <laughs> I can't go out like that. And then yeah. I'll tell somebody on the sideline, like, bro, did you see him? Did you hear? Did you see him? He hit me with the, uh, the boop, boop, boop. Come here. He hit me with it. This sounds exactly so. like Dennis Rodman in the Last Dance documentary when he's describing his rebounding abilities for anybody that knows that scene. That's what you remind me of right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a sound effect guy. That's, I'm definitely a sound effect guy. That's incredible. All right. Well, we have more. That's, that's what keeps me. That's what keeps me up. I, I like it. We're going to have, we have more and more sound effects from Sean Murphy Bunting here on Buccaneers Total Access mm-hmm. brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. We'll be right back. This is Buccaneers Radio. This NFL season, raise the flags and enjoy the sweet taste of victory. Every Friday during the regular season, Dunkin' locations in the Tampa Bay area are offering a $2 medium iced coffee. So don't just celebrate your team on game day. Head to Dunkin' to raise the flags on Friday and treat yourself to real victory. The Buccaneers and America runs on Dunkin'. Not valid on mobile orders. Excludes cold brew. Limit four per guest. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. 
And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Hey, Ronnie Lane here for Bucks Game Day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Lions this Saturday. The Buccaneers' Geico pregame show starts at 1030. Kickoff is at 1, right here on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Great news, too. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Hey, Bucks fans, although most of you can't cheer on the Bucks at the stadium this season, Frontier Communications wanted to thank you for showing your continued support, even from your home. As a thank you, Frontier wanted to reward you with a chance to win a Bucks jersey or your own private suite for the Bucks January 3rd game, plus a $500 home electronics gift card. Just go to Buccaneers.com slash Frontier Ultimate Game Day and upload a photo of your game day home viewing setup. It's that simple. Rely on your ultimate teammate, Frontier. Don't go it alone. Tampa Bay football is back, and Beef O'Brady's is where game time meets meal time all the time. Catch your fill of Bucks football over award-winning jumbo wings, premium blend Angus burgers, and ice-cold beer. And if you're someone who gets awestruck when spotting an MVP, our signature O'Brady burger never disappoints. Yeah, it's that good. Beef's rewards members earn double points all weekend long on every purchase. Haven't joined yet? Download the app and let the perks begin. See you at Beef's. Getting an unexpectedly high energy bill is never a fun surprise. With Tampa Electric's budget billing program, you don't have to deal with bill spikes because we even out your monthly energy bill based on your last 12 months of usage. Sometimes it's slightly higher or lower, but you pay about the same amount every month, making it easier to manage your finances. Budget billing is easy and free, and how Tampa Electric is lighting the way to more financial control for you. Learn more at tampaelectric.com slash budget for home. You're listening to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications and by Hooters. Here's Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. We are back here in Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. Um, so I know that Todd Bowles has had a, a really big impact on you and the rest of the secondary, you guys still being really young in your careers. I know you guys have spent a lot of time looking at film with him, a lot of time listening to him, a lot of time maybe him yelling at you. So tell me, yes, the nodding mm-hmm. is the nodding was very vigorous at that. <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit about your relationship with him and, and what he has meant to your career so far. My relationship with Coach Bowles. I, I think that a lot of people, if you ask them this question, a lot of people would say, they would say I'm like a I'm like a son to Coach Bowes the way he talks to me because he doesn't hold anything back when talking to me and he's like you know like your dad if your dad's talking to you he's not gonna sugarcoat anything he says he's gonna he's gotta tell you how it is and with Bowes it's like I can joke around with him I can talk to him about stuff but he's always gonna like be honest like he's always gonna when he gets a chance to shoot a shot at me he's gonna shoot a shot at me like if he's got a chance to be like you suck like that was a terrible play he's gonna do it. You know, but it's never any hard feelings with him. It's always like, it's always like constructive criticism. I, it's never like, oh, he doesn't like me. He's he's just doing this to make me look bad, or he's trying to. It's, it's never like that. You know, everything he does is out of out of him wanting to me be wanting me to be a successful uh, 
great football player. And that goes for Coach Ross as well. Um, and even Coach Rapone, you know, I, I have, I'm not in Coach Rapone's room, but I have interactions with him every day where I talk to him because he's a very knowledgeable guy. And um, I feel like just, they just, they don't want anything but success for you. As, as young players, they want, they want you to be great. They want you to grow. They always give you, they always give you feedback, positive or negative, and they'll always um, just push you to be the best you can be. And that's all you can really ask for as a coach, as a mentor, as somebody, you know, that's supposed to be in your corner. They're definitely, they're definitely in my corner. So. Yeah, that's great to hear. I feel like that is exactly what you yeah. want in a coach. Um, maybe with a definitely. few less, you sucks, maybe, <laughs> maybe a few less of those. Oh, and we, we, and we, and we crack jokes too now. We, let's not get it twisted. I'll give them, I give them the same treatment. It, it ain't like I'm just taking it now. Mm-mm. Oh, of course they not. They get it too. Both <laughs> of them. And, and this going to. Are they going to be able to hear this? I'm, I doubt that Coach they Ross. listen to the show, but I would love to think they well, do. But I'm, something tells me they probably don't listen, so you can probably speak freely here. Well, I'm going to say this because I, I'm going to show him, Coach Ross, specifically, oh, okay, that the next time I see him, I'm snatching his chain because he tried to snatch my chain every day. And I'm not going to keep allowing that to happen. So gotta, next time I see him, he's going to get his chain snatched. <laughs> Love it. Um, how about I know that one of the things that I've heard from a lot of you guys is is talking about Coach Bowles helping you guys learn how to learn in the NFL, almost mm. how to prepare, how to watch film. Uh, I know we talked about that a lot with Jamel last year when we saw that big shift for him. That a lot of it was just learning how to prepare. Do you feel yeah. like there's been a lot like that for you as well that you have learned how to properly learn in the NFL? Definitely, definitely. Um, I feel like you you have to apply yourself a certain way each and every day you have to go in almost as if you don't really know anything and you try to observe a lot of observe a lot of the information just new information each and every day so I try like I said I try to learn something new each and every day even if I know the plays I know the playbook I'll still write it down um and I'll still try to learn the ins and outs of it now so like okay this is what it is this is how it is so but why are we doing this you know why are we attacking them this way why are we doing them this way and so and with Bose, you'll never know everything because he'll he'll throw something new at you every day because he knows just about everything. So like he, he he'll throw something new at you every day um on the fly. Um and he's gonna expect you to adjust just like he adjusts to, to, to a lot of things. So that's how much trust and, and confidence he has in us. And um we just gotta continue to show that. Not only do you have a great relationship with uh Coach Bowles, we're talking to cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting, but I know you and Jamel and Carlton and, uh, you know, the rest of the secondary, I mean, the defense overall, frankly, you guys all have such great relationships with each other. How important is, especially the ones with guys like Jamel and Carlton, your fellow DBs, what is, just how significant is that for what you guys do on the field? And how would you describe the relationship you guys have? It's just a brotherhood with us. I mean, honestly, we all, we kind of, we all kind of grew up the same way, you know, around a bunch of brothers, inner city guys. Like we just all, we all have that same goal. Um, And that's just, is being being the best honestly um uh, we we mess with each other every day we push each other to be great uh we climb on each other you know we we lean on each other for for things off the field i mean with us it's honestly just a brotherhood and i feel like nothing really can come in between our relationship we don't really allow anybody or any anybody outside or inside to get in between of what we got you know as a unit and so like we always say we're, we're all we got and so that's kind of just the, the the mindset the mentality that we have that we're always going to fight for each other no matter what and we only want the best out of each and every one of us and I know the the defense overall seems like it's the same thing and especially that I mean there's like handshakes all over the place and it just it makes me laugh where tell me about how all of these came about and how many do you feel like you have with different guys on the defense Ooh, all these handshakes I want to 
to be honest, Casey, I want to say I started a lot of them. I do. I want to say that because I, I, I did. I did because I did. And uh, sometimes they'll give me my credit, but sometimes they're like, oh, no, you didn't start this. You know, so I'd be like, you know what? You're right. You started it. Right. But I would say that I have a handshake with, let's see, Carlton, Ryan Smith, um, Dean, Mike Edwards, Winfield, Coach Bowes, Coach Caldwell. I got like five with Devin. We got too many. <laughs> how do you even want to bust out? I mean, even you got five, how do you even know? Because we, we say it before. So we, we, we say like mask off. So then we do our handshake that we take the mask off. You know, we do our get live. We, we got a bunch of them. Wow. And then, we got one with, then we got one with Vontae. And then me and JPP got one. Me and Will got one. Oh, my gosh. Me and Sue don't have one because, you know, Sue is just we, – we, we're trying to tell – we're trying to tell Sue, me and Devin, we're trying to tell Sue that he, he needs to be nicer. <laughs> he's too angry all the time. And he's not an angry dude. That's the crazy thing. He's not an angry dude. He just looks like it all the time. So we're like, bro, you're having twins. Like, you got you to gotta look nice. Like, if you want your kid to have friends, too, like, come on, bro. <laughs> You, 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 you got it. But the main thing is we try to keep them young. And I feel like, to be honest, you know what the difference is with our defense this year than it was last year. A lot of the relationships we built with each other, they're like, they don't have an age limit. And you go into a locker room sometimes and it's like, okay, the old guys are, or the old guys, the (laughs) older guys are over there. And the younger guys are kind of segregated over here. But in our locker room, it's like, it's, it's nothing like that whatsoever. Like I, I like I trash talk Shaq just about every day. Me and Shaq have a, a great relationship. And then Devin is a as a nag to just about everybody. And they, you know, but but everyone everyone has a good relationship. Like JPP, even Big Steve that just came in, Nacho, Will, like everybody's just together, you know? And that's that's kind of the main thing. I'm sure it helps. It's a great you, environment. It sounds like you've learned to switch from calling them the old guys to just the older guys. That sounds like that was a discussion that had to be had. You you changed that real quick as you said it. Uh, I still call people old. <laughs> like Shady, I call Shady old. I call I call Vante. I tell Vante he's in year two. I say this is the year two Vante. This is the young Vante. <laughs> he's been doing more handshakes lately. Now he's been. I've seen Vante kind of let loose a little bit. Like he's been doing more handshakes and. I'm like, oh, Vontae, this is the young Vontae, huh? Will Ghostin, Will's the biggest kid on the team. So oh, for sure. He's not heard, old, yeah. he's not he old loves, at all. He loves pranking. Yeah, Um, I just feel the need to tell you that I'm the same age as LaShawn McCoy, so you best watch the titles here. We're about to have a fight. But he's a, but he's an OG, though. Like, like, I was playing video games with him on it when I was in <laughs> middle school, like, like did you tell him that the football old is a different type of yeah the football old is a different type of old though okay like, i appreciate that that's a that's you a fair get to like 10 years in when you get to like 10 9 10 years in you're considered like you're an old guy it's like dog years you're old dude mm, yeah just like dog years <laughs> like me i'm getting up there i'm i'm, I'm getting up there i'm almost getting old up guy. there yeah <laughs> Well, how about who are some of the players that you've you've always looked up to or either when you were younger or yeah, now and who you you like to watch tape on to learn from? You, you're talking like past players? It could be past or it could be current. Anyone that you feel like is someone you have wanted to learn from and, and watch film of how they do it. Ooh, I would say Charles. The number one would probably be Charles Woodson. I mean, I've always just been a Charles Woodson fan and I just love this game and 
and just the way he attacked things. So I, I, cause I know guys that have played with him. Um, and so they kind of just tell me how his work ethic was and just how he was as a person. Um, another guy like that is like Dion, like you can never go wrong with Dion. Um, just being a, a baller, like that's all he, just a baller. Um, one of my mentors, Will Blackman, he, he kind of, he kind of shows me a lot of, of different guys that he used to watch as well. So like older guys that I've never even, probably never even heard of and never even, but you know, he shows me and, and he tries to break down as much as possible to just the, the position itself and just being a cornerback and what it entails and, and how you need to go about your day-to-day routine and you need to establish a routine and you need to do things like this. You need to be consistent. And so, and he also trains me too. So does about everything for me. That, yeah, that's pretty incredible. And I know that and he played with Woodson. He played with Woodson. So that's yeah, so that's, yeah, that will absolutely do it. I know you guys really took to heart that before the season, uh, I believe I don't NFL network maybe ranked you guys the last in the league in terms of lockdown corners. Uh, mm-hmm. Was, was that something you guys really um, has, has been sort of a focal point, at least for part of the year to, are, are you guys part of the disprove the haters type of people? Honestly, when it first came out, we were all kind of like, like what, you know, like, what is this? But at the end of the day, I mean, people are going to have opinions. And the way I look at it is you can't control what somebody else thinks. You can only show them, you know? And so our whole, our whole mindset and mentality was just to, to play. Just, we, we don't, we don't care about the, the act Well, me personally, but not trying to speak for everyone, but you know, I don't care about the accolades. I don't care about the, the, oh, he won this player of the year, this, he won this, this. I, I just care about playing playing the game that I love, um, having fun with my guys and winning championships. And so I'm with whatever. If we're if we're, we have a chance to win a championship, then that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do. I don't, I don't care about everything else. Um I like to have my fun. I'm always gonna be me. I'm never gonna change. I'm always gonna be the the same guy I am now that I am at the age of fifty five. Like I'm I'm going to be the same, but the one thing that's never going to change is just how I, how I approach the game and just love playing the game. All right. Well, we still have one more segment coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. This is Buccaneers Radio. We're live with Santa Claus ahead of the Mercedes-Benz winter event. How can you deliver so many gifts in one night? Holiday magic. And the winter event helps, too. I'm seeing a lot of Mercedes-Benz on people's lists. They sure are making some magic over at their workshop. Uh, Would you sign my daughter's stocking? Sure. What's her name? Oh, uh, just make it out to Ted. The Mercedes-Benz winter event is back with great offers on the enhanced GLA, the sporty C-Class, and the aerodynamically designed GLE. Lease the 2021 GLA 250 SUV for just $379 a month for 36 months with 3,843 due at signing. Hurry into the Mercedes-Benz winter event today. Mercedes-Benz. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services at participating dealers through January 4th, 2021. Lease offer excludes formatic models and optional equipment described. Call 1-800-344-8736 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Eurocars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel, or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. PDQ is people dedicated to quality. And with new mobile ordering, PDQ is now people dedicated to saving you time that's right pdq home of the official chicken tender of the tampa bay buccaneers is making it easier to enjoy your favorite menu items just visit order.eatpdq.com to place your order for pickup or delivery anytime your pdq craving strikes skip the line and order ahead available at all tampa bay area locations just click order and enjoy pdq just made better 
The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Hey, Ronnie Lane here for Bucks Game Day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Lions this Saturday. The Buccaneers' Geico pregame show starts at 1030. Kickoff is at 1, right here on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Great news, too. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. It's happening. Football is back. Sure, games will look different, but one thing remains the same. Hooters for game day. Hooters is the place to be. With 22-ounce Bud, Bud Light, and Mick Ultra Big Daddies for only $4.99 all day, every day. And Corona Beer Buckets for $20 on the weekends. Show your Bucks pride with a collectible Buccaneer Cup filled with an absolute Jolly Roger for 5 bucks. Staying in? Visit order.hooters.com for pickup or delivery. Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications and by Hooters. Now your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. We are back here on Buccaneers Total Access. It's time for our final segment with cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting. Uh, I know the game against the Vikings recently was the My Cause, My Cleats game, and I wanted to hear a little bit about your cleats and uh, the cause that you chose to put on them. Yeah, so I chose my mom's foundation, Successful Jocks. And I chose her foundation because her foundation is just about, you know, the women behind the uniform and, and just empowering women behind the uniform. And, um, you know, she's always just been a rock in my life. And so a lot of, there's a lot of women that are out there that are just like her. I'm a single mom, you know, raising athletes, and it's not an easy task at all. Um, I know it was not easy for her raising us because I played three different sports myself. And so I would have to go from basketball practice straight to football practice, straight to baseball practice, all in probably the same week. And she was really the only one that was taking me, obviously, when my dad wasn't around. And so um, she just did a lot of things on her own. She never complained. She never asked for anything in return. Even after I was drafted, she never asked me to give her anything or do anything for her. Um, But she was always still there, still supporting. And so I chose her foundation to kind of honor her and all her hard work. And um, I'll continue to honor her. As long as I'm, as long as I'm playing, so that's pretty incredible. As long as I'm living, it. yeah. As long as I'm living, yeah. You strike me as someone that would have been a bit of a handful as a kid. Is that fair? <laughs> I, I was definitely a handful because I just like to do so much. I was always just moving around. I was always moving. I couldn't sit still. So a handful, as far as that aspect goes, yeah. I wasn't a troublemaker. I was just a. I like to make opportunities. Lovely way to put it. I feel like moms out there right now would be like, oh, that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like to make opportunities. Opportun- no trouble. If trouble comes along, I didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah, that was just But there's the opportunity there, so I had to take the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. You never know what's going to happen if you don't take the opportunity. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. I feel like the next time I see your mom, I'm just going to be like, man, I heard there were some opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. All right. Well, how about some holiday traditions uh, for either you personally or maybe the DBs uh, as a group? What are what are some of the things that you like to do? 
um, as far as the DBs go, we have our Secret Santa coming up this Friday. So that's going to be exciting. We did that last year. I had double A last year. This year I got somebody new. It's kind of messed up, though, because I feel like two of us got the same person. So Wait, wait, hang on. How do you, wait, A, how do you know that? Because that would imply that you guys have told each other, which is against the rules. And B, how did that happen? Well, we, we were trying to do it on the fly. I was last. So everybody's walking away. And there was, no, it was two of us left. I don't remember who the other person was. So that's a good thing. But there was two cars left and two of us. So when we both pulled them and we opened them, I saw his and he saw mine and they were the same number written on it. So we just kind of were just like, one of us just get a random gift for randomly somebody who doesn't have a person. Do you think, you know, DBs, we can't ever do anything right. No, uh, we can't ever do anything right. So do you feel like this was, was this on purpose? Was this rigged? Did somebody decide they wanted two gifts for themselves? Honestly, I wouldn't put it past Andrew because it was Andrew's fault. I wouldn't put it past him. I would not. I would not put it past him. He's a slick guy. He's a slickster. I mean, but, that's pretty great. I do enjoy yeah. that. Um, how how about I, I wanted to hear um, about your COVID off season a little bit. As you said earlier, you are not good at sitting still. Uh, quarantine. Mm. Quarantine was, was, I'm guessing, not your jam in that sense that you tried to find fun things to be able to do safely in quarantine. And I really enjoyed some of the things that I saw that you were doing. So tell us a little bit about how you tried to fill your time. Well, let me start off by saying that COVID didn't actually do me wrong because I grew to, I grew to love the quarantine because I was able to build on myself. But let me tell you some things that I did take a part of. Okay. So when we first started quarantine, I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm like, hmm. You know, let's 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 start a YouTube channel. You know, I sat there and I debated on starting a YouTube channel. And for like three or four days, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then the fourth day, I went and bought a camera from Best Buy, bought everything, tripod, all that stuff. Right. So then I started vlogging for a couple of days, just record my day to day, just recorded my day to day. Like, what am I doing today? What am I doing today? Right. And I didn't have any workout equipment. So I was just doing like I was doing push-ups every day. So I was I was taking out a deck of cards and I was flipping the cards over and doing the amount of push-ups on each card. And I did those for like a good two weeks straight, but like two times a day. So I was I was I was working out really good. My health was was on the top of, of its form, you know. So then I'm like, what am I gonna do though? Like I can't keep sitting in the house. So then I, I that's when I started doing yoga, right? So I met my barber and I met my yoga instructor barber. And Barb's like an adventure girl so she's like oh you know what sean like you should get into this you should do this you should do this so then i asked barb if she knew somebody that had some cows right so i'm like i love that you just said that like so obviously the next thing was cows i love that you said that like that was just this inevitable i want to do something that's safe in quarantine oh i know cows cows (laughs) i didn't know I, i didn't know what else to do i was like you know what let's go milk some cows so and when we got there, I just couldn't do it. I was looking at them. I was looking at the cows. I'm like, no way. They all went and like they had to put their fingers like this. And they were like milking it. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, ain't no way. But I did it. And if it was it was so nasty. I'm never gonna do that again. I'm never gonna get near a cow again like that, probably. But <laughs> but I did it. And then they tried to get me to they tried to ask me to drink the milk. I don't even like drinking milk from the fridge. I'm not about to drink milk from like straight from the cow. So I said, I said I'll pass. I'm okay. No, they, we insist. 
I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just held the cup. I just held the cup the whole time. And then whenever they looked away, I just put it down. <laughs> That's incredible. But I milked some cows. And then I did, I did indoor skydiving. That was hard. That was hard. But that was pretty fun, too. I did that. Um, what else did I do? I rode some four-wheelers. That was fun. That was really fun. I you like had that. An, you had an adventuresome really time. You had an adventuresome time. I was very impressed. The cow milking was one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time. Uh, we're talking to cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting here. Um, all right. How about, I want to hear uh, toughest matchups you think you've had so far in your career. Who are, who are the guys that you think have been the hardest for you to cover? The toughest matchups that I personally have had um, <clears throat> throughout my career, I would say, I would say Russell Gage from Atlanta. Just this year and last year, he's a he's a tough cover uh, because, like I said, how shifty he is and and how precise he is. He's a he stepped up obviously ever since Julio went down, um, and, and he's just stepped up and just kind of lived up to it. But um, I would say he's one of the one of the guys that has been a tough matchup for me. Um, Last game against Ridley, that was kind of the first time that I really matched up against him a lot. And uh, that was a tough cover because he's kind of a lot like Russell Gage. Um, and then Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was a really, really tough guy um, to cover how precise he was. And it's kind of funny because him and Robert Woods are kind of the same, too, and they both were kind of tough. So um, those, those have been some of the tougher guys that I've personally faced, you know, on a consistent, consistent, like snap basis where it's like, okay, you got him this time and you got him next time and you got him this time and you got him this time. Um, so those, those four guys have been, have been pretty, pretty, pretty difficult. I got to be on my P's and Q's when I play them. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically them. Um, all right. And then how about now going into this game against the lions, this is your hometown team. You had a heck of a game in Detroit last year. Does that make you uh, a little extra hype again for, for this one, knowing it's your, your hometown team and, and that it worked out pretty well last year? Definitely. Definitely. I would love for the same outcome to happen. Um, but I'm just going to go in there playing my game and, and um, playing consistent and doing what I can to make us get a victory so we can just you know ride it off into the playoffs. And speaking of that, yeah, this is, this is the weekend. You guys have the chance to clinch the playoff spot. Um, how does that feel different maybe than a normal week? Can you sense the, does, does it feel like a heavier game in some senses like that? And especially when you talk to some of the guys that have been around for a little bit and haven't made the playoffs. Honestly, I wouldn't, I, honestly, I wouldn't say that. I would say that um, cause within these past, these, these last few weeks, I feel like we've kind of been preparing as if each, every, each and every game could be our last game as far as just going into the playoffs. And so, um, we're gonna have the same mindset going into this game. It doesn't change anything. It being the game that could solidify that, uh, but it just like I said, it, it's right there in front of us for us to grab, and so we all know that. And so we're just gonna keep fighting each and every day and battling um, to 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 achieve that goal. And I know finally, uh, it is still early in the week. You haven't started tons of the prep yet for the Lions. Still a little bit looking back on that last game. But what do you know about them? I'm sure you do at least pay a little bit of attention to them with the fact that you are from there. So what are the things that you know about their offense that you guys are going to have to keep an eye on? They got they got the gunslinger back there. They got Stafford. Stafford's always been a gunslinger. Um, they got Marvin. Marvin's uh, a good friend of mine. So um, his wife actually has a has a cake like a, a restaurant bakery out in Troy. So it's like maybe like 15 minutes from my house. My little brother goes there just about every day when he's home. So, so yeah, so I have a good relationship with him. 
Um, and he's very talented. They got a nice, you know, running back and Swift, and they got they got Adrian Peterson, who's who's Adrian Peterson now. So they have they have a lot of talent, and so um, obviously we just got to be on our on our on our stuff and just staying focused and staying staying with our keys, and and we'll come out victorious if we do those things. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us here on Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting. Sean, thanks so much for being with us and good luck against Detroit. Thank you. All right. Thank you. This has been uh, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. This is Buccaneers Radio. Two is better than one. How many times have you heard that one? More than once, I bet, because it just adds up. For example, there are two, not one, great reasons to fill up with Chevron with Tecron. Number one, unbeatable cleaning power. And number two, or maybe this should be number one unbeatable mileage plus chevron puts tecron in every grade every gallon of their gasoline so that's two no wait three unbeatable reasons to go with the one and only chevron with tecron care for your car hi i'm attorney robert rubenstein and this is rubenstein's rules for personal injury rule number one get an attorney when you or a loved one have been injured by another's negligence, an experienced attorney can make a huge difference. At Rubenstein Law, we will find all the insurance, make sure your injuries are documented, and work to get you the best result. While each case is different, a well-known insurance company's own study show people with a lawyer, on average, got more money. Call Rubenstein Law at 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Offices in Tampa and throughout Florida. Your kids mean everything. At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we're ready to care for them. For vaccinations or wellness checks. For healing a little hurt or a big one. Johns Hopkins All Children's. When you need us, we're here. For the ultimate tailgating, head over to Lazy Days RV, the world's largest RV dealership. Choose from over 1,500 RVs from the nation's largest selection of RV brands. Plus, at Lazy Days, experience more. Up to $10,000 in exclusive benefits that only Lazy Days offers. And visit Florida's largest RV accessory store. For a huge selection of tailgating RVs in all shapes and sizes, visit Lazy Days with locations in Tampa and Ocala. Visit them also at LazyDays.com or stop by. It's happening. Football is back. Sure, games will look different, but one thing remains the same. Hooters for game day. Hooters is the place to be. With 22-ounce Bud, Bud Light, and Mick Ultra Big Daddies for only $4.99 all day, every day. And Corona Beer Buckets for $20 on the weekends. Show your Bucks pride with a collectible Buccaneer Cup filled with an absolute Jolly Roger for 5 bucks. Staying in? Visit order.hooters.com for pickup or delivery. Hooters, the original link joint since 1983. Hey, Florida drivers and motorcycle riders, don't fumble. Do your part to stay safe on our roadways. Florida has observed a significant number of motorcycle fatalities and crashes. Drivers, watch for motorcycles. Don't drive distracted. Motorcycles are hard to see. Take the extra effort to look for them. Riders play defense. Always ride responsibly. Wear proper gear and make yourself more visible. Get trained and never drink and ride. On the road, safety is worth way more than two points. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access has been brought to you by Frontier Communications. Rely on your ultimate teammate, Frontier. Don't go it alone. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. And by Hooters. Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Tampa Bay Sports Radio. 95.3 WDAE and AM 620 St. Petersburg. Home of the best Bucks coverage.